turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. At 4.2%, the U.S. economy grew even faster in the second quarter than first reported. The Commerce Department revised up its estimate of growth in the April to June quarter from an initial estimate of 4.1%. It's the best showing in nearly four years as growth stayed on track to produce the strongest gain in more than a decade. Strength in business investment offsets slightly slower consumer spending. The second quarter was a sharp improvement from a 2.2% annual gain in the first quarter. That's correspondent Jeremy House. President Trump is crowing about the outcome of yesterday's primaries in Florida. Trump endorsed Congressman Ron DeSantis, won the GOP gubernatorial primary. In Arizona, Congresswoman Martha McSally won the GOP Senate primary to fill the seat being vacated by retiring Senator Jeff Flake. On Wall Street, the Dow down a dozen points. This is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Wellness Radio 1570 from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Here's a look at your AccuWeather forecast. For today, we'll see mostly sunny skies with a high near 72. Tonight, a low of around 56. Like It Matters Radio with the one and only Mr. Scott Black is coming up next. When you want news coverage you won't get in the mainstream media, tune in to your home for intelligent talk. It's our sister station, AM 1280 The Patriot. Listen online at am1280thepatriot.com. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I am the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. 
So call me today at 651-404-0132. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Online Trading Academy Radio. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be covering something called the neurological levels. The neurological levels. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. You know, my background is in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Matter of fact, you know, I have people occasionally... Ask me, you know, Black, what are your disciplines? What are your disciplines? You know, when I first got that question, I go, hmm, that's interesting. So I had to answer that question. What are my disciplines? Well, we have transactional analysis, uh, the work of Dr. Eric Burns, which is basically the, the study of communication. That's what transactional analysis is. It's, it's basically Burns' way. Uh, in the 60s, he wrote a book called The, uh, the Games People Play. And it was his way to take the complex field of uh, communication, psychology, and put it into layman's term. And then I have multiple intelligence is another uh, discipline of mine, uh, the work of Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University, identifying uh, eight, nine, ten different ways that every single human being is innately intelligent. Uh, there's logotherapy, the, the work of Dr. Viktor Frankl and how we create meaning out of everything. Uh, there's canine. Uh, Dr. W. Edwards Deming's work with constant and never-ending improvement. You know, after World War II, after the Japanese were defeated, uh, Dr. Deming went to Japan with an American concept called constant and never-ending improvement. Uh, That's how they rebuilt their country in 30 short years to compete with the U.S. economically. Uh, And so it's powerful to this day. Uh, Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing, all are byproducts of that work of canine, constant, never-ending improvement uh, by Dr. W. Edwards Deming. Uh, And then emotional intelligence, the work of Dr. Dan Goldman and others to see the power of emotion, that so many people shut off their emotions, and yet it is the power source. Uh, it is the opposite side of the, uh, the intellect, the, uh, the analytical, if you will. It's the emotive part of us. And then all that, uh, I wrap it up in the good word, the Bible, the word of God, because I love scripture. I love to eat it, love to wallow in it, love to play around in it, love to dig deeper and look under rocks. Uh, but I also have my background, and my main background outside of the Word of God would be in neuro-linguistic programming. And this was the seminal work of Dr. Milton uh, Erickson and uh, Dr. Virginia Satir and many others, Binder and Grindler, uh, Grinder and uh, all those other people. And it's basically God's instruction manual uh, to the human experience, neuro-linguistic programming. It's how our words and how our feelings and how doing all create experience. Uh, and I go into great depth. And, and today, uh, what we're covering is the neurological levels, and that falls in the field of neurolinguistic programming. Uh, Dr. Robert Diltz has done a lot of work, and I'm going to break this thing down for you. And what it is is there are basically six different levels, and I'll go into detail as much as possible in 46 minutes of content to explain it, because I talk about this a lot on my radio show. I talk about it a lot in class, and there are six levels, uh, the lowest level being environment and then the highest level being spirit. So the lowest level is environment, right below, above that is behavior, right above that is capabilities, right above that are beliefs, right above that is identity, and above that is spirit. And we're going to discuss a lot of things about the neurological levels. But these are different levels where we have beliefs stored, where we can affect change, 
so many great uses and so many ways to use this concept of the neurological levels. But it's just like life. You know, there are certain seasons, there are certain times, there are certain levels. You know, I have a role as a husband, I have a role as a father, I have a role as a son. And those are all three roles that I distinctly have. I'm the same person, though. It's like the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three separate personas, if you will, but one God. We are not polytheistic. We don't believe in multiple gods. Uh, there is one God. I think it's Deuteronomy 6, 4, 6, 5 says, you know, I, the God, am one. So there's one God, but yet we have different roles. Kind of reminds me of a story I heard about creativity and longevity. You know, God created the donkey and told him, you will work tireless from sun up to sundown, carrying heavy bags on your back. You'll eat grass. You will not have intelligence and you will live 50 years. You will be a donkey. The donkey answered, I'll be a donkey. That's fine, God. But living 50 years with all that is way too much. Listen, give me only 20 years. And so God gave the donkey 20 years. God created the dog and told him, you will look after the man's house. You will be his best friend. You will eat whatever they give you, and you will live 25 years. You will be dog. The dog answered, great. Living 25 years, though, God, with everything you mentioned, is just far too much. Uh, give me only 10. And so God gave him, the dog, 10 years. God created the monkey and told him, you will jump from branch to branch. You will do silly things. You will be amusing, and you will live 20 years. The monkey answered, God, that's great, cool, but living twice is far too much from what you just laid out. So give me only 10 years. And God agreed and gave the monkey 10 years. Finally, God created man and told him, you will be man. The only rational being on this earth, you will use your intelligence to control other animals. You will dominate the world and you will live for 20 years. The man answered, God, I'll be man. But living only 20 years? Wow, that's not enough. Why don't you give me the 30 years that the donkey refused, the 20 years that the dog did not want, and the 10 years that the monkey turned down? And that was exactly what God did. And since then, men live 20 years like a man. Then he enters adulthood and spends 30 years like a donkey, working and carrying the load on his back. Then when his children leave home, spends 15 years like a dog, looking after the house and eating whatever is given to him. Then he gets into retirement and spends 10 years like a monkey, jumping from house to house or from children to children, doing silly things to amuse the grandchildren. You know, that story reminds me of the neurological levels because we have different levels that things function at. And the notion of logical levels refers to the fact that some processes and phenomena are created by the relationships between other processes and phenomena. Any system of activity is a subsystem embedded inside another system is the concept, which is embedded inside of another system and so on. This is the neurological levels. This kind of relationship between systems produces different levels of processes relative to the system in which one is operating. Our brain structure, language, and social systems from natural hierarchies or levels of processes. So, as a simple example, consider the rate of change or speed of an automobile. Speed is a function of how much ground the vehicle covers in a certain amount of time, e.g., you know, 10 miles per hour. Thus, speed is the relationship between distance and time. The car's velocity is moving from the garage to the highway can be said to be at a different level than a car, a garage, a highway, or a clock because it is a property of the relationship between them and does not exist without them. You got to get this. Similarly, the profitability of a company is at a different level than the machinery used by that company. And an idea is at a different level than the neurons in the brain which produce that idea. So get this. An idea is at a different level than the particular neurons in the brain which produced that idea. 
And the concept of logical levels of learning and change was initially formulated as a mechanism in the behavioral science by anthropologist Gregory Bateson. And it was based on the work of Bertrand Russell in logic and mathematics. Bateson identified four basic levels of learning and change, each level encompassing, encompassing and organizing elements from the level below it, and each having a greater degree of impact on the individual organism or system. And that really is a great sentence right there. Each one having an, a greater degree of impact on the individual organism and system. And that's really, as we go through the hierarchy of the neurological levels, that's what you'll see. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we are talking about neurological levels. Be back in three minutes. Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events. Dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your radio mythoclast, your destroyer of myths and false truths that are out there. I am Mr. Black. And today, we are going deep. Today, you need your scuba gear because today, I'm covering the concept of neurological levels. And you know, I love Einstein. You know, one of Albert Einstein's famous quotes is the definition of insanity. He says, you can't do the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That would just be crazy. And a lot of people know that. But the neurological levels really allows you to to not be so crazy, allows you to understand what change looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. But more importantly, it covers a lot of the how to change. Depending on what you want to change, 
The neurological level shows you an entry point, an entry level where you can go in and deal with that change. Because one of my favorite quotes by Einstein, which made no sense at all, it made no sense at all until I learned the neurological levels. It's kind of like that quote from uh, Henry Ford. I used to think that was the stupidest quote. You know which one I'm talking about. The one where he says, if you think you can or think you can't, you are right or you're correct. If you think you can or think you can't, you're correct. I, go, I used to think that was the stupidest quote, but I get it. I get the law of attraction. I get the power belief systems. I get what he's saying. If you think you can or think you can't, you're right because you will act as if, and most likely that will be the outcome. Well, this quote by Einstein fell into that same category for years. You can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And until I met the neurological levels, it made no sense. And as we go through this today, and I'm just going to do a curse review because this is deep. I've studied this stuff for years, and I still have a hard time explaining it. I understand the functionality of it. I understand how to use it. I understand how to use it to identify where people's walls are, where their struggles are, where the, what's holding them back. But, boy, it's kind of like the Trinity. The more I talk about the Trinity as I'm explaining to somebody, the more confused I get, Right. Same thing with the neurological levels. So I'm referring a lot of uh, Dr. Diltz references. There's a lot of great book out there by Robert Diltz. Uh, so highly, 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 highly recommend uh, you continue your own reading on this. But I'm going to do a curse review just so you understand, okay? So let me remind you, the notion of logical levels refers to the fact that some processes and phenomena are created by the relationships between other processes and phenomena. Any system of activity is a subsystem embedded inside of another system. I know the engineers out there are all excited, huh? I know. Any system of activity is a subsystem embedded inside of another system, which is embedded inside of another system. It's like those little Kanisha dolls, whatever, those Russian dolls. We have one doll inside of another doll, inside of another doll, inside of another doll, right? Our brain structure, language, and social systems from natural hierarchies or levels of processes, those are the systems that they are talking about. And so the concept, the concept of logical levels of learning and change was initially formulated as a mechanism in the behavioral sciences by anthropologist Gregory Bateson. Great book called The Ecology of Mind. Not a simple read, but a very in-depth, intense, deep book. And it's based on the work of Bertrand Russell in Logic and Mathematics. Bateson identified four basic levels of learning and change, each level encompassing and organizing elements from the level below it, and each having a greater degree of impact on the individual organism or system. The term logical levels, as, as Bateson has, I'm sorry, as Robert Diltz has used in NLP, was adapted from Bateson's work of Ecology of Mind and refers to a hierarchy of levels of processes within an individual or group. The function of each level is to synthesize, organize, and direct the interactions on the level below it. So get this. Changing something on an upper level would not necessarily radiate downward, precipitating change on the lower levels. This is from Diltz himself. Changing something on a lower level could but would not necessarily affect the upper levels. So what he's saying here is change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. Remember, there's spirit, identity, beliefs, capabilities, behavior, and environment. That's a top down. So from a bottom up, you would have from the bottom up, the least likely event of change is environment. Above that's behavior. Above that's capabilities. Above that is beliefs. Above that is identity. And above that is spirit. And you got to get the concept that change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. And that's where you get Einstein's quote I've been alluding to earlier. You can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. So again, let me remind you of the levels in order from highest to lowest. Identity. Second is beliefs and values. Third is capabilities fourth is behavior, and fifth is environment. A sixth level, that's at the very top, which was added later, is called spiritual, your spirit level, if you will. That's why I talk about it. I just include it all the time. 
but it also can be defined as a type of relational field, which encompasses multiple identities forming a sense of being a member of a larger system beyond one's individual identity. And that's, in essence, what spirit is. Now, I learned NLP, and NLP comes from the Berkeley crowd. NLP comes from people like uh, uh, Grinder and, uh, 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 what is it, Grindler, I think, and Binder, Binder and Grindler. I don't know their names anymore. But they're from the 70s. If you look at the work of uh, the doctors, Dr. Erickson and Dr. Virginia Satir, these are people who basically pick their brains. And NLP is all about how do you do this? How do you create experience? How do you know something's good or bad? How do you know if something's resourceful or unresourceful? How do you know? That's what it comes down to. And when I do a lot of my therapy work, I use without thinking about it. I don't say I'm going to use neuro-linguistic programming now. I, it's God's instruction manual. If you were to go to your car and open your glove compartment, you would see an owner's manual in there. It tells you how this works, tells you how that works, tells you if there's a problem, what to do. That, in essence, is what NLP is. And I am amazed at the depth of work people attempt to do, and they leave out the spiritual aspect of it. And for the longest time, the neurologic levels were just the five levels, identity, beliefs, capabilities, behavior, and environments. And I tell people, you know, I am a Christian, and you hear me share the Word of God. But you don't have to be a Christian for me to work with you. I have lots of non-believers. I have Muslims. I have uh, Jews who go through my training. I have non-believers. I have atheists. It doesn't matter. It's not a religious training. But I do tell people this as I'm working with you. If you don't have that higher level, that spirit connection, then the buck does stop with you. And I don't mean that in a good way. But I mean if the buck stops with you, if there's nothing above you, then it's all dependent on you. And at some point, you got to realize that there's a bigger purpose. There's got to be something beyond you. One thing I've learned about dealing with leaders and truly people who want to make a significant impact, and not just for this time that we live on this earth, for eternity, and for the times that follow, they really have a bigger picture. They have to have a, a, a something beyond themselves. And that's why I love NLP, because they don't have a place for God. The reason they don't have a place for God, because NLP, I told you, is all about quantification, all about how do you do this. It's all about putting things in a box and figuring them out, because you cannot put the Pacific Ocean in a Dasani water bottle. You can't put the infinite knowledge of the God of the universe into a finite container called the human mind, the human brain. It's impossible. How do you put the Pacific Ocean in a Dasani water bottle? It's impossible. You can only fit a small portion. And so I get a lot of people that don't want to follow God because they can't figure God out. Because they can't make it make sense. They want me to explain everything. And if I can't explain something to them, then there can't be a God. I'm like, what poor logic. You should come to the opposite conclusion. I always tell people, if you can figure God out, then he's too small. If you can figure out everything from your God, I'm going to tell you right now, you haven't picked a big enough God. Because again, I'll say it over and over and over until you get it. How do you take the Pacific Ocean? and put it into a Dasani water bottle? How do you put the things of an infinite, all-knowing, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God, an everlasting God, the great I am, who always was, who always will be, who was, who is, and is to come? How do you put that knowledge, all knowledge, he's immutable, he cannot change, he cannot know more today than he knew yesterday, he's a know-it-all, he's the epitome of a know-it-all, And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a powerful way. Omniscient, all-knowing, immutable, can't change. He never changes. He's the same today, tomorrow, forever. Don't you get it? Once you understand all this, it puts it in place. And so you got to understand there are six levels in the neurological levels. The lowest level is environment. You know what? You can take an alcoholic out of a bar. Guess what? They're still an alcoholic. So you can change someone's environment, and it doesn't change them that much. They're still an alcoholic. I'm just using the example of alcoholic. Behavior is the level above that. You can take away alcohol from an alcoholic. So remove all alcohol around them so they can't have any alcohol. But guess what? I've been told that they'll drink um, uh, NyQuil or antifreeze. So do you see what I'm saying? And then above that is capabilities, what you believe you're capable of. 
And if you believe that you're capable of always saying no to a drink and you're an alcoholic, you're going to find out that's not true. So do you see what I'm saying? Change takes place from the top down. So again, there's a bottom environment, and bottom layers environment. Above that's behaviors. And by the way, your environment's where you hang out. Your behaviors are what you do. Your capabilities are right above that, what you believe you're capable of. Above that is belief systems. That's everything you do or do not do. It stems from what you believe. Above that is your identity. Boy, you hear me ask this all the time. Who are you? 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 You got to know who you are. And the sixth level above that is your bigger connection to the universe. If you have a relationship with God, then it's about your God. If you don't have a relationship with God, then what's your purpose? Why? What's your connection to the universe? Why were you given the gift of life? Why are you out there doing what you're doing, serving? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the neurological levels of change. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Well, here we are again, and i got to tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. Here we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at 6,000 tons, and this hasty lightweight challenger... A car at just one and a half tons? This does not bode well for the car or the people in it. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. See tracks, think train. Chet's Shoes is proud to have served the railroad industry for many years. We greatly respect those who work on and around the tracks daily. Did you know the average freight train traveling 55 miles an hour takes a mile or more to stop? size of 18 football fields. If the engineer can see you, it's too late to stop the train. Chet's Shoes is proud to partner with Operation Lifesaver. It reminds you to play it safe and stay away from the tracks. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Visit Chet'sShoes.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over one million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters inspiration education and application i am mr black and please if you missed any of this radio show it's a pretty deep show you want to listen to it again all you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com likeitmattersradio.com and you can listen to this message and all the other archive messages that are on there for the last about 4 months or so also, you can go to uh, iHeart, iHeart Radio. We are heard every day, twice a day. 
Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's our live show. That's our first run show. And then it's always replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on that same iHeartRadio station. All you got to do is query Wellness Radio 1570. It's part of our connection to our Minneapolis uh, team there uh, with Salem. I love being a part of AM 1570, com. You can live stream with them. Love being part of the local foundation of that great, great, great radio show. And so you can, uh, because of our association with them, and in Minneapolis, St. Paul, we do play again from 5 to 6. In St. Louis, we are on 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Love our St. Louis audience. We're also in um, Richmond, Virginia, Brand new radio station, AM 1290 and FM 103.3. And we are doing our first class ever in Richmond, Virginia in August, I believe it is. In August, or is it July? Um, Actually, I think it's August. So, uh, man, I'd love to see you there. I think it's August 22nd through 24th. Go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and you can see all our different locations where I teach this stuff in great detail. And today, we are talking about the logical levels, neurological levels. I use those terms interchangeably. There are six levels, okay? From the psychological point of view, there seem to be six levels that human beings work with most often. The basic level is your environment. That is your external constraints. And then you go to the next level. And you operate on that environment through your behavior, which is the second level. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which creates the third level, which defines the word capabilities. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values, which is the fourth. You got to get this. And then... Beliefs are organized by identity, which is the fifth level. And then your identity derives its essential meaning from spirit. In other words, why are you here? And change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. You can take an alcoholic out of a bar and they're still an alcoholic. However, when you start at the very top, and you help somebody realize that, hey, when they become a child of God, when something changes, like in that relation, then everything changes. You get it? Matter of fact, I was doing the 12, checking out the 12 steps because I have heard a long time ago that the 12 steps were started as a Christian uh, organization, as a Christian concept. But because so many people were beaten on by alcoholic Christians, uh, were treated terribly in the name of God, they had to get rid of the Christian influence, the Christian influence. I mean, think about that. Remember, we're all leaders, ladies and gentlemen. People are following. They're either using us as an example of what they'd never want to be like, or they use us as an example of what they'd love to be like. And as I'm looking at these 12 steps, you know, step one, admit that we are powerless over our separation from God, that our lives have become unmanageable. Don't you see it? Right from the beginning, they go up to the very top of the neurological levels. Step number two, the original one came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. You notice they're still dealing at the spirit level. Step number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of God as we understand him. Again, the first three, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. So that's the first one. The first three of the 12 steps deal right at the spirit level. Think about that. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of our steps uh, of ourselves. Step four, we're we're dealing out the identities, the beliefs, the capabilities level. If you see that, admitted to God, to ourselves, to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Again, look at where this is dealing. It's always dealing at the top level. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these characters, humbly asking him to remove our shortcomings. Step seven. Step eight, made a list of all persons we have harmed and became, you see what this is dealing with? Made direct amends. I mean, yeah, they're dealing down there some behavior. I mean, we get to step eight before we start dealing with really our own behavior. Think about that. Stunning. Now, the inventory goes to some of that in the past, but it's Stunning. So you got to get how this works. 
So your environment is your where and your, your when. Your behaviors are your what. Your capabilities are your how. Your beliefs and value are your why. Your identity is your who. And the spirit is the bigger meaning, a deeper why. A why, why not, not just you go to work, but why you function and why you live. And that's why for the longest time when they had just the five levels, because they didn't believe in God, because they can't quantify God, it stopped with identity. But Diltz knew it was incomplete. You need to have that identity, that spirit level. Without that spirit level, you're limited to a great degree. I'm amazed at the depth of work people attempt to do, and they leave out the spiritual aspect of it. If I'm coaching, if I'm counseling, if I'm mentoring someone, and they don't have a relationship with God, we're somewhat hamstrung. There's only so much we can do. And so I want you to understand this. I want to go through these six levels. The most fundamental level of influence on our relationships and interaction is the shared environment. And this is right from a lot of Dr. Dilt's works. I've cut and pasted. I've, I've went into depth on a lot of things. So this is Robert Dilt's work. I would highly recommend you search him, D-I-L-T-S's, and look up. A Slide of Mouth is a great one of his books. Um, uh, changing, uh, changing Through Belief Systems is a great one. There are so many books. Dr. Robert Dilt's, D-I-L-T-S. And if you want to look up a field, a specific field would be neuro-linguistic programming or and. N- NLP. So let's go through these six levels. The most fundamental level of influence uh, on our relationships and interactions is the shared environment. When and where the operations and relationships within a system or organization take place. Environmental factors determine the context and the constraints under which people operate. And in the leadership loop, we talk about permission, example, uh, and culture. This is really, when you talk about environment, that's what we're talking about, the culture. The environment's the soil. The culture, everything comes from the soil. You got to get this. Good soil, good stuff. Bad soil, bad stuff. And I always got to question people's environment. You will never rise above the quality of people you hang out with. Some of you, in order to have real change in life, you're going to change your environment. You're going to change who you hang out with. You're going to have to change where you go. You know, when people are in trouble, most of the time, no matter what their religious belief, you know, if they get cancer, they lose somebody. I get hear from people all the time who want nothing to do with God. Hey, Black, will you pray for me? Hey, Black, will you pray for me? Isn't it amazing that when people's life gets turned upside down, whether they believe in God or not, when people lose someone to cancer, when people are, are given a death sentence, uh, now all of a sudden they, they want to find God. Now all of a sudden they want, you know, you know, and I heard somebody, I think it was Billy Graham, listening to one of his crusades, says, you know, when you get in trouble, why don't you call the bartender? Since that's where you spend a lot of your Friday and Saturday nights. Why don't you call the prostitute? Since that's where you went when you were lonely. Boy, those are harsh words. I'm just quoting Billy Graham. Environmental factors determine the context and constraints under which people operate. An organization's environment is made up of such things as geographical locations of its operations, the building facilities, which, quote, define the workplace, office factory designs. In addition to the influence of these environmental factors may have on people within an organization, one can also examine the influence impact that people within an organization have upon their environment. There's something called prison guard mentality where it says you will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. Some of you, you need to change your environment. Secondly, at another level, right above that, we can examine the specific behaviors and actions of a group or an individual's, i.e., in other words, what the personal organization does within the environment. What are the particular patterns of work, interaction, communication? On an organizational level, behaviors may de- be defined in terms of general procedures. On the individual level, behavior takes the form of specific work routines, work habits, or job-related activities. you got to get this. Specific behaviors and actions of that group. In other words, what are the norms? That's why I talk about a lot. You know, there are some people out there, like good friends, that say, Black, you really shouldn't go into politics. Politics, it turns people off. And I want you to know that we have a tendency to throw everything in the category of politics, which gives us a do not touch thing. It puts a stay off the grass sign on it. But you got to get this. I'm not looking for you to vote for anybody. I'm not looking to run for office. 
when I talk about the norms that are now acceptable, the patterns of what we call acceptable behavior, acceptable speech, that's what I'm talking about. It's not politics. It's culture. And we get got to quit throwing everything in the field of politics because then no one's allowed to talk about it. We need to have deep, real conversations about what's going on. And that really is at the behavior level. What are the behaviors that now are considered normal? What are those behaviors that 20 years ago that were abysmal, that we thought were a, a mark on us, and today we brag about them? Today, things that we used to believe 30 years ago that were acceptable, today we hide them and pretend they don't matter. Man, this is why I cover this structural stuff so you understand what's really going on. And the next level, the third level, deals with strategy, skills, and capabilities. This is what the third level is. It's the capabilities. What you believe you're capable of doing and how those capabilities generate and guide your behaviors within a particular context. And boy, if you don't think you're capable of something, you'll act as if you're not. And if you do believe you're capable of something, you'll act as if you are. And it's incredible the difference in those two outcomes. So ladies and gentlemen, I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about neurological levels of change. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 1st through the 3rd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama writes, Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done. They're pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega-3 fat. That's vitamin A and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I'm Mr. Black, and today we're talking about the deep levels called neurological levels. These are the structure for all change. These are the six different levels that we all function on. If you miss any of this radio show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. 
to re-listen this in any other archive message. And if you truly want to live this stuff, to learn it at a level of the cellular level, to learn it to where it's inside your being, to where it's part of you, when you sweat it comes out, go to likeitmatters.net. Don't just listen to this program. Live this radio program. Let me help you. Go through the two-and-a-half-day experiential process. It will change your life. I'll let you pay me $20 a month for the rest of your life or for three years. Don't worry about the money. I never let money be a reason I don't help somebody. So email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com, mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com, or go to likeitmatters.net. And please, I'd love to hear from you. So if you got any questions, got any comments, if you want me to share with you something I've shared on the radio station, uh, you have some, uh, you just need some help, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. So we are going through the six neurological levels of change. And I'll go ahead and back up a little bit and go start over again at strategies, um, which is capabilities. Remember, there's the lowest levels environment. Above that's behavior. Above that is capabilities. Above that is beliefs. Above that is identity. And above that is spirit. And change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. And so the level three is strategy, skills, what we call capabilities, by which the organization or individual selects and directs actions within their environment, how they generate and guide their behaviors within a particular context. For an individual, capabilities include cognitive strategies and skills, such as learning or memory, decision-making, creativity, which facilitate the performance of a particular behavior or task. On an organizational level, capabilities relate to the infrastructures available to support communication, innovation, planning, decision, and the organization as a whole. Above that is values and beliefs. Values and beliefs, BS, I call it beliefs, provide the motivation and guidelines behind the strategies and capabilities used to accomplish behavioral outcomes in the environment. In other words, why people do things the way they do them in a particular time and place. These are the underlying values and beliefs. They provide the reinforcement, which is motivation and permission, that supports or slows down, inhibits particular capabilities and behaviors. Values and beliefs determine how events are given meanings and are at the core of judgment and culture. Above that, values and beliefs support the individual or organization's sense of identity. See how it works up? See that? Sense of identity. Identity. The who behind the why, the how, the what, the where, and the when. Identity level processes involve people's sense of role and mission with respect to their vision and the larger systems of which they are members. Identity can also be viewed as being composed of two complementary aspects, the ego and the soul. The ego is oriented toward survival, recognition, and ambition. The soul is oriented toward purpose, contribution, and mission. Charisma, passion, and presence emerge naturally when these two forces are aligned. And typically, a mission is defined in terms of the service performed by people in a particular role with respect to others within a larger system. Think about this. Our particular identity or role is expressed in terms of several key values and beliefs, which determine their priorities to be followed by individuals within that role. Don't you see the capabilities? See how it filters down? It Change takes place from the top down. These, in turn, are supported by a larger range of skills and capabilities that are required to manifest particular values and beliefs. Effective capabilities produce an even wider set of... You see how it ties in? One feeds the other, feeds the other, feeds another. And then there's another level that is called the spirit level that's above that. This level has to do with people's perception of the larger systems to which they belong and within which they participate. We, he calls this level one of trans-mission. Isn't that great? He calls it transmission. Again, doesn't have a relationship with God or the Bible. These perceptions relate to a person's sense of for whom and for what their actions are directed, providing a sense of vision, meaning, purpose for their actions, capabilities, beliefs, role, and identity. And so, again, I'm reading here to you from you uh, from some of Dr. Robert Dilt's work, and he says that his level of logical levels, his neurological levels of change, came directly from Bateson's, from Gregory Bateson. And this is Bateson's levels of learning. 
And so he has this here. I want to tie this in. So the way in which these levels interact with each other is directly parallel to Bateson's levels of learning, Dilt says. He says a particular behavioral reaction to a particular environment stimulus is essentially a reflex or a habit. That's the beginning levels of learning to Bateson. Then there is a desire or the corrective change in behaviors in order to reach a particular outcome. And it involves connecting that behavior to something beyond the environmental stimuli some internal mental map plan or strategy. This involves the exercise of a particular capability or the development of a new one and learning it. Do you see how it builds? This is Bateson's levels of learning, which then develops in capabilities, and they're stimulated and shaped by beliefs and values, which function to classify and categorize aspects of our mental maps, behaviors and environments, and connect them to emotions and other motivational structures. And that's the learning level three. I'm sorry, two. Remember the corrective change is learning level one. And then the developments and capabilities is learning level two. And then that takes us to learning three. Change in beliefs and values would involve linking to a system beyond those beliefs and values. In other words, an identity that they have established to serve. You see how it builds on each other? And then that takes us to learning four. Getting outside that system and connecting to a larger system or systems. See, for those of us that know God, that's what it would be. And you got to understand why this is important. The following statements indicate how a belief will work itself down the neurological levels and create beliefs. And I'm going to leave out spirit for a moment, okay? Just cover the first original five. A person who has discovered that he or she has cancer. Their identity is, I am a cancer victim. Their belief, it is a false hope to not accept the ineffable. The capabilities, I am not capable of keeping well. The behavior, I have a tumor and there is nothing I can do about it. I have environment, the cancer is attacking me. See, without that spirit, it can seem hopeless and helpless depending on what the doctor says. But with a larger connection, when you can find a deeper meaning, that we can use our suffering to help other people, that through our shortcomings or through our struggles, other people get hope and get value. Do you see how without that spirit level, it's incomplete? How about someone who's working toward a healthy goal? Identity, I'm a healthy person. Belief, if I am healthy, I can help others. Capabilities, I know how to influence my help. Behavior, I can do things that are healthy sometimes. Environment, I go to the gym, I eat at healthy places. But again, the Bible's pretty clear. The rain falls on the saved and the unsaved. You know, the righteous and the unrighteous have the sunshine on them. Good things happen to bad people, and bad things happen to good people. And so you got to understand the uh, spirit, uh, by the grace of God, there go I. Sometimes kids get cancer. Sometimes, And if you're tying it all into what you can control and realize there's things outside of your control, it's going to shoot the whole thing. You're going to throw your hands in the air. You need to have that spirit level. How about someone we talked about before that has a drinking problem? Identity, I'm an alcoholic and will always be an alcoholic. Belief, I need to drink to help I need a drink to help me stay calm and be normal. Capabilities, I can't seem to control my drinking. Behavior, I had too much to drink at the party. Environment, when I get around my friends, I like to have a drink or two. Do you see how there are there are belief systems inside each one of these? And this is why, when I cover the 12 steps, so absolutely critical to know who you are, to know that you have a God that you can rely on. And so that's why the spirit level is so important. And if you don't believe in God, then it's your bigger connection to the universe. So you got to understand this, the six psychological levels. From the psychological point of view, there seem to be six levels that human beings work with most often. The basic level is your environment, your external constraints. You operate on that environment through your behavior. Your behavior is guided by your mental maps, your strategies, which then define your capabilities. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. These beliefs are organized by identity, and your identity derives its essential meaning from the spirit. Why are you here? Ladies and gentlemen, you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. So if you're struggling with your capabilities, you need to go to the level above that and deal with your beliefs. If you're struggling with your behavior, then you need to go to the level above that and deal with your capabilities. 
But what happens when you're struggling with who you are and why you're here? You must go to that higher level, which is beyond yourself, which is the level of God. That's the key. Go to likeitmatters.net. Seek me out. I can help you figure this out. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry. And he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDI. 